it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of Pick and Roll, powered by the Hammer Betting Network. The Hammer Betting Network, we are so excited to launch our NBA content division with this show. And to do that, my name is Jacob, and I am hosting here Pips NBA. We're going to be talking basketball here at his picks. How are you doing today, and how are you feeling about this show overall? I'm loving it. First off, I want to say hello to everyone who is watching and who will be supporting us and joining us on our daily show. And I'm feeling great about it. I'm excited to do it and always wanted to do stuff like this. And yeah, that's it. Well, if you're excited, that's great because we're going to be doing a lot of this. You can catch us here on this show. Right now, we are live on Twitter as well as YouTube. If you missed the live streams any day, you can also catch this in podcast form. Right now, we are on Spotify. We will be on Apple Podcasts very soon. And starting next week, we will also be doing this live on Twitch every single weekday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time here in the picks for tonight. And admittedly, maybe not the best slate of games tonight. Only four games on the cards, but it's going to vary from a night-to-night basis. But Pip, so far over the course of the season. What have you made of certain teams just across the landscape of the season, maybe specific games yesterday, like my Raptors with a big win against the Heat? Any thoughts overall on the season? Uh, the season looks great so far. Uh, some teams uh, underperformed, uh, which was not expected. But like some Philly. teams overperformed, <laughs> like Utah Jazz. They won like three games where they were like huge underdogs. And then the easiest game of the season yesterday with the Houston Rockets, the youngest team in history who started the game uh, and they lost. So uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, and uh, Utah, like you said, three and one. You can probably guess which of those four games I bet the money line on the Jazz. So <laughs> that's that was excellent yesterday. Got some great clothes on it. Unfortunately, they did not pull through, like you said. But... Um, why don't we get into here the slate of games that we have today? So we're going to start off just by talking discussion about the games overall. Then we're going to go to Pips's leans. And we're going to finish today on the official 
play. We're going to track all the official plays as well on BetStamp for tracking uh, for transparency purposes, of course. So you can check us out there. It's in the bottom right of your screen right now. Pick and roll on BetStamp. But first game, probably the biggest game last year. I would have suggested these were the best two teams in the West. Golden State is visiting the Phoenix Suns. Both teams really looking to solidify their position as be- as some of the best teams in the West. They're both 2-1 and one on the season. I'm personally not expecting these two teams to be right at the top of the Western Conference. Not sure how you guys are feeling, but any thoughts on this matchup here? So the most interesting thing about this matchup for me is like the defense of Wiggins uh, on Darren Booker and Bridges on Curry. Like this will be a scoring battle between both of them, like Curry and Booker. And how the defense will be set uh, with Aiton and uh, Draymond Green. And do we see a minute uh, increase with Draymond Green and Clay Thompson? The bookies have it at uh, spread at 1.5. So they are expecting the close game. And I'm also expecting a close game probably decided on the last possession of the game. And yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm not leaning to any side here. Seems a little bit too close to call on this one. We're also really trying to figure out what these teams exactly are going to be. Obviously, some question marks about DeAndre Ayton and if he actually wants to be in Phoenix. And then there's maybe some further questions about Jordan Poole and how he can really get to the next level this season. But I think it's going to be a great game for the neutral to check out. So. I'm pretty excited for that game. If you're going to stay up and watch, you might be treated to a good one. Now, the next one, this definitely isn't going to be the most exciting game on the slate. We have the Clippers visiting the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is listed as out. His injury should be listed as Victor Wembanyama. I believe they put it down as a hip injury. Going to see a lot of that. Let's just just quickly touch on it because there's only four games. For this one, yeah, nothing to say there. I mean, Shai is like their motor and engine, and they can do much without him. And the Clippers are probably the deepest team in the league. And I think their bench players only could, could beat uh, this OKC team tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot to like on the Clippers bench. OKC, they are what they are. They're going for a pick mm-hmm. again. at home and getting injured. Definitely didn't help that, but uh, that's the reality. For this Oklahoma team for this season. But now we're going to get into two games that there are going to be some picks for and are going to be interesting matchups. Uh, we were speaking about it off the air, but we spoke about Dallas visiting the Pelicans. These are two teams as well who are going to be jostling for positions in the Eastern Conference. I am pretty high on the Pelicans this season. I really, really am a fan of their team. I, I love Herb Jones. Uh, it seems like you're quite a fan of him as well. He has a big task today because Luka Doncic is coming to town, probably the favorite to most people to be MVP. And what are your overall yeah, thoughts sure. on this one? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but the game won't be as close as we thought at, at the first because Brandon Ingram is out. Uh, he fell and got hit in the face in the game against Utah Jazz and he sit out for the rest of the game. Later in the game, uh, Zion Williamson also fell on his back and didn't return. So he's questionable for this game. Herb Jones, he hyperextended his knee and he's also questionable for this game. So my first lean is to bet on Dallas minus 
four and a half uh, point spread because if any of these guys miss the game, I just don't see how can they stay close. I mean, uh, they were up uh, 10 with uh, Utah Jazz and when Ingram went down, they like disappeared. He's probably their best player and most important player. So him missing tonight will be huge. And as you said, Herb Jones defending Luka will be probably the most important part of the game. And if he misses the game, they, they won't have many chances, if you ask me. So interestingly, I like the spread here at four and a half because especially I'm just a big fanatic of getting closing line all the time. Maybe you should be as well. Definitely it's something yeah, you should sure. have. Uh, you should be tracking as well as your closing line value because uh, that's important. Maybe a little bit of an opportunity to get ahead of some of the value here. If Herb Jones is revealed to be out for this one and he's not defending Luka Doncic, Herb Jones, such a talented defender, capable of moving the spread. We could see this one close maybe at a five and a half or even a six in favor of the Dallas Mavericks. So an opportunity to get of ahead of that one, but other key yeah. miss, missing players as well is important. What do you think? Um, can you just repeat what you said? Sorry. Uh, didn't hear. Overall for the game, if Zion and Brandon Ingram are also out for this one, along with Herb Jones, uh, are you seeing this sort of trend in the same way? Maybe even yeah, more than the minus I, six. I actually think if one of either of Herb Jones and Zion miss this game, the line should probably close at six point five or even just seven, because um, in the game versus Utah, just the the biggest issue uh, and the, the, my biggest concern about New York Pelicans was how they defend pick and roll with. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas in it, and Zion as a weak side defender, and there was nothing great, not great. Yeah. <laughs> and Luka Doncic is probably the best pick and roll player in the league, and his IQ is high, and he will exploit it. Like I just don't see it for the Pelicans here. Yeah, I, I I'm supportive of that. I want to mention as well. This is pretty important. Anybody following this? Anybody watching along? Uh, we're recording live at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time. The line right now, minus 4.5, minus 110, widely available. It's a good bet at that number. The decision on betting this should change based on if the line moves. So uh, it's, so, not just, it's not just, just being on the update, side. Uh, I just saw the line is minus 4 at FanDuel at the moment. So getting a closing, good closing line on that is probably even better. Okay. That may, might hint to me that maybe there's some info that a player has more of a potential of returning. I'm not sure. But again, just yeah. going to say uh, the, the picks that Pips gives out on this show are good bets at the time that we do it. That's why we do this live. If it changes too much, it's okay to miss out on a couple. Make sure you're getting yeah. the right, right price for your sure. bets. Okay. And there's also another lean that you have in this one that maybe you want to discuss. Yeah. Um, a potential six-man-of-the-year candidate here. Yeah. My also my pick for the six men of the year is Christian Wood. I mean, as a Rockets fan, I was watching him like last three seasons, and he's amazing scorer. Now paired with uh, Luka Doncic, that's only boost his game, absurd. And yeah, this is a great matchup for him because. Jonas Valanciunas is in drop coverage for most of the game and he's a great three-point shooter. And when he goes to the bench unit, there is uh, Larry Nance Jr. who is probably switching 
when they when he comes in and Christian Wood on mismatches will just hit at least 10 free, free throws and go over easy. And there is no blowout concern because he will play 25 minutes no matter the result, and that's also helps. Yeah, I feel like the NBA market in general just isn't as high on Christian Wood as they should be. I'm a big fan of his game, and I think playing against JV, uh, Raptors fan, I love JV, but not a yeah. good defender. Uh, and yeah. I think an athletic player like Christian Wood can't exploit that. But biggest play that we want to discuss comes in the final game on the slate. It is the Pistons visiting the Wizards. I personally am a little bit high on the Pistons this year. I feel like I'm a lot higher than anybody else. But nonetheless, me. this year... <laughs> You're are you're high on the Pistons as well? You're not. No. You're not. I I feel like that trade for Bogdanovich just shows shows to me that they're they they want they actually show a willingness to win. When I say high on the Pistons, I mean like 32, 33 wins because no. their their total was set up around twenty eight and a half. Boyan is my guy. I mean, I'm Croatian. He's Croatian. I know him. I, I don't think he wants to be there and play hard every night, but. It is what it is this late into his career, and yeah. But my concern about them is not on the offensive side of the floor. They have a lot of, of talent there, but their defense is just atrocious. Right? I mean, they are playing some mixes of drop coverage and switching, and it's not going well for them. I'll just say, like, in the first three games, they had... Maturin scoring 27 on them, Halliburton 24, a blowout loss to the Knicks, and we saw like four players going 17 plus points. Uh, then a game with uh, Orlando, who is probably one of the weakest team on the uh, on the East, and this we saw Banqueiro scoring 27, Sucks 21, Wagner 20. So I mean. Uh, when they are facing any team, their main players usually score way above their average because they are soft switching defense and drop coverage with Stewart. And when you switch, you just need like a good rim protector and help side defender, and they don't have any. So that's why I choose to pick uh, Bradley Beer here because without rim protection and his game in isolations and stuff, just he should be able to score, like, at will. Seems kind of right. crazy that, you know, you got Bradley Beal here at 22 and a half. Again, amidst, I'm aware, like, as much as I like the Pistons to win 30-plus this season, uh, defense definitely is a big concern. And Bradley Beal a couple of seasons ago, obviously, this is not relevant to the current betting line, but just seeing him at 22 and a half against a, a poor Pistons defense when he was yeah, averaging 30 per game formerly. He's um, minus 120 on uh, 120 on M- mgm oh sorry i that must yeah. have been on me when i yeah. when i created this but minus 120 for bradley beal at mgm is the best price my apologies for that um uh, but good line here like i said 22 and a half also, for bradley beal also incredible for bradley beal to see this line like he was scoring 30 plus points like two seasons ago like Easy every night, 35, 40 points, and now we have 22 and a half. He's a bit more passive to start the year, but he had a very difficult matchups in the last two games in a very slow-paced games. First one was against the Bulls. He, he got like Caruso and Ayo Dosunmu on him all, all the time, and they were like blitzing him sometimes and stuff. 
And the next game was Cleveland, obviously one of the best interior defenses in the league, which is a problem because Bradley Beal doesn't shoot many threes. And he was also guarded by Okoro. And yeah, and he still went over this line. So I expect him today in this easy matchup for him to easily go 25 plus points. Yeah, teams with good defenses like to just take Bradley Beal out of the game as much as possible, live with whatever anybody else in the yeah. Wizards does, because it's the Wizards. But for Pistons team, like you said, doesn't have a good defense. Even focusing on Bradley Beal, they probably won't be able to stop him. So uh, we love that play. We will lock that in and track this one as well. This is the official pick. Bradley Beal, just to reiterate, over 22 and a half points available at minus 120 at Bet MGM. Any final thoughts before we wrap up our first official episode? I hope we start with a win. <laughs> yeah, let's get out to a win. You always want to start with a win. You don't want to be like the Philadelphia 76ers, 0-3 to start the season, losing yeah. to the San Antonio Spurs, embarrassing loss for them. So uh, let's grab a win here and hope Bradley Beal is going to help us do it. But that is it for us at Pick and Roll today. Like I said, we go live on this show every single weekday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern time, and we're giving out Pips' favorite plays on those shows you can find this on twitter you can find us on youtube live you can also find this on your favorite podcast platform as well after if you can't catch the live stream and we'll be on twitch next week you catch me on twitter at jacob garbenia and on my youtube channel amateur sports make sure you're following pips nba on twitter at pips nba p-i-p-s nba for more from pips and we will see you tomorrow for some more nba content Bye.